The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Learn to quiet the noise of the ego and connect to the truth of your soul. Join former monk and host of the Practicing Human podcast, Corey Mascara, for Living in Alignment, a weekend workshop live stream, live from Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, June 28th through 30th. Rebuild your life from a place of embodied listening and quiet knowing. To learn more and register for this live stream, go to eomega.org thrive. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Miracle of Healing, where we come together every week to discuss and discover a roadmap to healing. I'm your host, Lisa Campion, and I hope you can join us since the world needs all the healing it can get. And we are healing the planet one person at a time right here on Mind, Body, Spirit FM. Hey there, I'm Lisa Campion, and this is the Miracle of Healing. So big, huge welcome to you. If you're new to the show, I'm so glad that you're here. And if you've been on the journey with us for a while, welcome back. We've got a fabulous show. Today, we're going to talk about the magic of microdosing. Such an interesting topic to me. I'm dying to talk about it and to share it with you. So today we have a fantastic person, Casey Garrett. She's a healer, an artist, podcaster, an innovator, luminary. Um, And we're going to talk about this incredible benefit of medicinal mushrooms, how they've been used for centuries by humans to help regain health, whether it's your body, mind, or your spirit, and how microdosing is solving problems for people that are not finding answers in traditional Western uh, medicine scenarios for physical and mental health issues. So such a fascinating topic. And welcome to the show, Casey. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about how you got into the world of microdosing. And then we're going to talk about what microdosing is, because I'm imagining that not everybody knows what it is. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've been in the healing arts for coming up on three decades now, long, long Mm -hmm. time. And I have studied many, many modalities in my career, done lots of different trainings. And what really appealed to me when I encountered the concept of microdosing, I had never done drugs in my life, partly because I had a grand mal seizure disorder. So given the precarious nature of my brain on its own, I I was not drawn to kind of mess with it, with, with it further. But when I was introduced to the concept of microdosing and kind of taking small, like a plant diet almost of a supplement supplementation, that I would stay fully in the earth realm, but I could accrue the benefits of a higher dose experience. That was very, very interesting to me. And my body was, yes, yes. And I experienced healing from it. I experienced an array of positive benefits, but I did not, I did not estimate that I would experience the deep, profound healing that I did, my seizures included. So my seizure yeah. disorder um, so completely disappeared within days of, of practice. I have not had a seizure or aura since. 
And that's just my example. And now we have seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who've also experienced profound mental, Mm -hmm. physical, emotional healing. And so once I had that experience, I... (laughs) I, I turned it into the, the platform and the community it became because during the pandemic, my brick and mortar studios closed. So going into the, into the pandemic, I had four brick and mortar studios. We did a whole array of healing modalities, had a beautiful, large team. And when we couldn't, could no longer gather together or touch people, <laughs> the question came, how can I bring healing to the world in a way under the constraints that we're in? And yeah. so hence our microdosing community was born online and virtually and almost three years later, it's just continues to grow. Wow, that's so incredible. And I just want to add in there that your healing centers were like award-winning, award-winning, super amazing healing centers that, you know, were really well reputed and well known in Northern California. So they were they were really something special. So I, mm. I had sort of something similar happened to me in with the pandemic of closing my brick and mortar and then expanding in 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 ways like way beyond, you know, in a way like I look back at that, I'm like, oh, maybe that was holding me back a little bit, you know, in um in my reach. And so glad that you also found that. So let's let's imagine like, you know, maybe you're a person, um, this is a totally hypothetical person and not me at all. Um, who <laughs> experimented with some psychedelics way back in the day and, you know, had some trips and they were really fun and, you know, weird shit happened. And then maybe fast forward a little bit and that hypothetical person might have taken some mushrooms with a shaman and had some really deep, like profound, um, intense experiences, um, spiritual experiences. So I think most of us have sort of that kind of either the recreational trip or the shaman-led trip as their framework for what mushrooms can do. But microdosing is totally different, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's different in that it's it's more it's far more subtle, right? And so people that are intimidated or carry a little bit of stigma, you know, or the fear. 80s kids. <laughs> 80s kids fear of kind of the Pandora's box of what could open. It's a really beautiful way to begin in a soft, more gentle way. Um, You know, you and I have talked about in the context of of your work, it's kind of like having the big psychic opening versus Mm. having kind of the gradual opening to your psychic gifts. And so it can be a little bit easier to integrate with microdosing because you're kind of coming to these new awarenesses subtly in your day-to-day life over time instead of Mm one giant experience. So so you're taking I, a small amount that allows you to still function. Like you go to work, you yes. deal with, you parent your children, you can behave normally in public, all these things that maybe not happen on the big trip. Yes. The word that's frequently used is sub-perceptual to describe microdosing. It's it's kind of the best word we have to describe. You're going to experience benefits. You often feel benefits, but you're not going to feel altered in any way. One of the questions I frequently get, I work with a lot of um, people with responsibility, people in leadership positions, and they come in and they're curious, but they're like, I can't be, I can't be weird. I can't be off my game. I can't be strange. Um, Ever, like ever. And they're so pleasantly surprised because within days and weeks of practice, you are not only not weird, you're actually way more dialed in 
mm. when you're microdosing than otherwise. So you, you become more you, you're more clear, you're more focused, you're more articulate. Um, it's the opposite of being stoned or trippy. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. And and so the microdosing, is that something I assume that we need help? We need a container or somebody to guide us. It's not something you just sort of like take a wee nibble, like Alice in Wonderland, right? Take a wee nibble off a little bit and hope it's the right amount. Like we're not going to do that, right? You can nibble. I mean, sometimes people ask me, they're like, well, why can't I do this myself? You know, you did this mm-hmm. yourself, which is true. But it's it's kind of like learning any new thing. It's like if you're mountaineering, yes, you could kind of go out and wing, you know, climb a mountain on your own, but you would benefit a lot by being with other people who are mountaineering too, who have some experience in it. Mm-hmm. It's such a unique process and it's so different than the conventional pharma models that we are conditioned to experience where the mushrooms or something outside are doing something to us. Mushrooms right. are actually igniting that which is essentially innately in us. And so it's very mind bendy. So a lot of it is deconditioning, discovering, opening up our pathways, opening up our mindsets to to new ideas, new ways of growing and healing. And that is very well supported by having a community and a container and a coach. Um, Also, everybody's path is so unique. You know, it's not everybody experiences the same gifts in the same time in the same way. And so if you're going through it on your own, you have these things happening and you're like, is this normal? (laughs) You're like, what's going on? (laughs) Right. And so it's really, really nice to have people, whether it's a coach, therapist, container, community to share and reflect and hear other people's experiences too along the way. Yeah. I think it would be, I would be a little scared to do it on my own. I think I would want that, even though it's less scary than the big trip. I think I would still want that that community around me. And let, let's talk a little bit about what actually happens inside. So there's so many benefits on every level, right? Emotionally, physically, mentally. Does it sort of rewire our brains? Like what's going on with with what's happening with the mushrooms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, part of the, it's, we're in this beautiful moment now where more and more and more people are hearing about it and know what it is. But a lot of the mainstream presentation of microdosing is exclusively in the mental health framework, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's what we're living under. But it's so much more than that. Yes, there's tons of people coming for mental health support, but it's also deeply regulating to our emotions and developing empathy and compassion, intuition, creativity, spiritual connection. um, So, so, so many things. So, the beauty is no matter what draws you, you're over time, you're going to get all of it. Um, so the process is most people start with, we our community specifically works with mushrooms exclusively, mm-hmm. yep. um, but there are other plants and medicines that you can microdose. We just happen to use um, earth medicines exclusively. And so most people are just as you described, they're either pure beginners Or they're like, I have some recreational experience, but I've never done this with intention, (laughs) you know, (laughs) intention and kind of having a a purpose and plan behind it. So uh, both are very, very welcome. And they start the process with education, with experience and with coaching support along the way. Mm, That's great. Yeah, I keep thinking about my son 
my son, who's a veteran, he's only 26, but he did, you know, four years in the Marine Corps and came out pretty jacked up and he has TBI. So brain injury and, you know, a lot of injury in his body and, you know, lots of anxiety and things like, you know, that he has had almost zero luck getting any help from the VA on these things. And is really like, what do I do, you know, to kind of bring himself back together? So, so if we take it into a real example like that, how would microdosing help in a case like that? Yeah, actually, me- many, many veterans across the country are leading the decrim- decriminalization movement yeah. because they have received such powerful healing. And I've, your son's story mirrors so many veterans across the yeah. country who come back and have TBI, concussions, PTSD yep. um, conditions. And have had profound, profound healing from mushrooms. And so many of them have taken a leadership role um, in bringing it to the attention of the government. And they have been a very powerful voice and ally for the movement and decriminalizing because it's, it's one group of people that all sides will listen to. Right. Honor, right? Yes. And so they have really brought people together. But yes, the healing, we have seen such profound nervous system healing with practice. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that's fundamentally why so many veterans, that's the source of the dysregulation is the deep, the yep. deep nervous system healing they need from being in combat for extended right. periods of time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so good. I, I really, I think it's so beautiful. And like, Casey, what do we do if we live in a state where it is not legal? Like, what do we do about that? Yeah, unfortunately, right now, most of the U.S. is still not legal, quote unquote, but decriminalization is happening very rapidly and Mm -hmm. very mycelial, very, very organic, (laughs) like nature where towns and cities all over the country are voting to approve decriminalization, which means it's not legal, but it's the lowest possible priority for law enforcement. So basically, for personal use, for sacred it's use, happened yeah. for cannabis, like the same thing that's happened for cannabis for yes. many people in many states, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And there's um, decriminalization just allows people to, yes, use this, whether it's as a sacrament, whether it's for your healing, um, to grow and cultivate at home. So we advocate for cultivation to make it easy so and accessible. You grow your own. You grow, you grow your, your own. own. Yeah, you grow your own yeah. medicine, which is really beautiful. It's like growing your own herbs and food. And I think it's really empowering to people because mushrooms are among the easiest thing in the world to, to grow. Mm-hmm. And so, and they take up very little space. It's very easy and accessible. So it's a beautiful way that people all over the country can get access to their own medicine. That's perfect. Now, is this something that you have to do forever or do people like sort of spend some time doing it and then they stop? What what happens with that? I love that question. Thank you for asking it. No, actually, the goal of microdosing is to not to need to microdose. It's very different than our prescription drug conditioning. So and it's mind bending because people oftentimes will start practice and within weeks they have profound movement and shifts in their life and tremendous physical healing. And it's hard to imagine, like it can happen so quickly for some people when it comes time to take a break, they worry that they're going to backslide. Oh, mm. am I going to get depressed again? Or, oh, am I gonna, my seizure is going to start, my migraine is going to come back. And then they don't. 
Right. And it's really, you then see that you had this healing in, in you all the time. The mushrooms just kind of light it up in you, um, mm-hmm. but then you carry it with you. So I go for many, many, many months at a time where I'm not physically practicing, but it's one of those things, once you're connected to the spirit of the medicine, mm-hmm. it stays with you. Right. And when it's time to pick it back up again, or it's time to take a step deeper and do some deeper initiatory dosing work, you will be connected enough to your intuition to know when that time is right. Beautiful. Wow. I want to talk a little bit about the intuition and creativity and psychics development that comes with this, Um, but let's take a real quick break first. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We are here with Casey Garrett talking about microdosing for healing um, and all, all that can be done. It's such a great topic. I'm totally loving it. And welcome back to the show. So Casey, you and I love to talk about the psychic stuff, the energy stuff, the healing stuff. You know, we both have that same background of being, you know, intuitive and energy healers. And I can just imagine that this is really something that sparks open, like maybe unexpected, like creativity, intuition, psychic abilities, what are some of those other maybe surprising benefits that we get from using the plants? Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, this is my, my favorite, favorite, favorite stuff to talk about. You know, I think in my career, I spent so many years thinking to to access these deeper levels, it was out there. Like it was something we worked toward out there. Mm-hmm. And really mushroom practice has shown me we all have it. A lot of it's just releasing the density and to to access it more clearly. And that was my big awakening when I started mushroom practice. I had already done a lot of intuition medicine study and development with energy. And I could feel my vibration with mushroom practice lightening with each and every week that went by. And it's I think it just opens your channel. You know, your channel is always there. It just helps you clear and clarify your channel in such a beautiful way. Many people that I work with that are drawn to practice are people with highly dysregulated nervous systems who have all these conditions and symptoms because they are more sensitive than many people. And so this practice really flips it. And what has been a disadvantage often becomes a great gift because people who are the most open, who are the most empathetic, who are the most sensitive, actually the mushrooms just love them up. <laughs> like mm. they tend to move really quickly through their experience. They tend to have profound um, cleansing, clearing, and and gifts kind of showering upon them. So yeah, it's wow. It's creativity, intuition, connection with animals and nature. Um, spirit beings, um, communications with 
the other side, you know, loved ones who had passed, exceptionally profound dream enhancement and symbology Mm -hmm. and healing dreams. Yeah. Now, and somebody who's already, so it's so interesting because I had this like little fear inside of me that I didn't even know I had until we started talking about this, but I'm like, I'm already so sensitive. I'm already so psychic and so sensitive and my, I'm I'm sensitive to medicine too, actually. So I'm like, oh, even microdosing is going to be too much. It's going to throw me off my balance and I'm going to be, you know, so psychic that I can't function, but I, I don't imagine that really happens, right? No, no, not, not in my experience so far. I think sometimes with high, high dose experience, sometimes people who don't, who aren't resourced fully of how to handle it. That's why like your work in supporting, you know, budding psychics as you're coming into these gifts is a really important time. And it kind of parallels medicine work too. And I think that's why it's so important to have support community and integration along the way is as you open up these gifts and channels over time, it can be destabilizing, but if you already come in with the support um, and resourcing to, to be able to work with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've worked with a lot of people recently, the past few years, you've been really, really messed up from sort of extreme psychedelic experiences. They do a lot of ayahuasca and they are not prepared. They don't have any support. They're young. They don't have, they've just had a lot of trauma that they've never addressed. You know, they don't have somebody to help them sort of clean up. I've done a a lot of cleanup sessions for people that just like destabilize themselves, but with the really strong doses and, you know, not always with mushrooms. I find mushrooms so to be such a gentler ride than Mm -hmm. some of the other psychedelics, which tend to just pop like ayahuasca in particular seems to really pop you back into your trauma, which is great if you're ready to like, you know, really face it. But if you're not ready, it can be destabilizing. And that's what I love about this, this concept of microdosing, because it doesn't seem like it's going to destabilize people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like we, we have a long history as humans working with microdosing, you know, we, of course, didn't call it microdosing, it's been called all different things. But I, I really think in previous cultures, you know, plant dietas or sacraments with earth medicines were part of the fabric of the culture and society. My lineage, I come from Greek, I'm Greek ancestry. And in my lineage, it's, it's been proven um, that, psychedelics were part of the original sacrament. I think in so many mystery schools, all the wisdom traditions, all the mystery schools have plant medicine is their, their, or, or I ordeal poisons like the toad, you know, toad, toad medicines or ordeal poison. Right. So the poisons in the plant medicines have always been a part of like, you get, you get to a certain point in your spiritual development and then this comes up and I think maybe the next the higher levels need need the assist of the these medicines to help us get there it's so written through so many traditions don't you think Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. for sure I often think about why like why are we in so focused on the high dose the heroic dose experience Mm -hmm. and the the 60s concept of psychedelics like why and I spend a lot of time reflecting on that because we've kind of lost the sense of apprenticeship in all things mm-hmm. in our modern yeah. culture. We want to get yep. straight to the end, cut to the chase, you know, mm. just buy the thing, you know, 
And such a beauty in apprenticing yourself with the medicine, like connecting with the medicine and building a relationship of trust over time, which is, I think, how it was always done in indigenous and ancient tradition, where often it was the women in society that were the medicine holders and the medicine keepers versus Mm -hmm. the 1960s and our modern concept of psychedelics is very masculine, very good to the high dose, you know, the Tim Leary and Richard Oliver. And I can see why they would need a high dose experience because the more kind of rigid, analytical, masculine, shut shut down, shut down, um, academic, striving, ego, you know, lots of ego Mm. to cut through all of that, you might need a higher dose. You might need an ayahuasca. You might need many LSD trips. I find I work with a lot of artists and creatives and empaths and they can get to the same place with microdosing that it took Mm. these guys nine grams of mushrooms plus to get to. So it's, it's all, I think a continuum. And a lot of the work is, I think, apprenticing ourselves to be in honor of the medicine, to be open to the channel and all the the lifestyle practices that we can do to kind of prepare ourselves for it. To your point that you just mentioned, a lot of young people, I, I hear from a lot of parents are so desperate right now. Like young adults and teens are having such a difficult time mm. all over the country all week long. I'm talking to parents of what to do and they're like, she's 16. Can she use mushrooms? And it's, it's a challenging thing because they, again, they're, they're treating the mushrooms and microdosing like a drug that's going to fix them. Right. And that's not really what's going on. The kids and young adults today are responding to the climate, to the planet, to mm. our social fabric. Mm. It's, I don't think they need to be fixed. <laughs> they're mm. not the issue. Yeah. Um, I think mushrooms can support them in building nervous system resiliency and healing but it's really the fundamental um, underneath that that needs support right now. That's that's beautiful. I love that that you said that. Yeah, and it. I was reflecting when you were talking about the level of dosing too. That there is certainly an application for that sort of what you call the heroic dose. It's like the initiation, right? The initiation dose. We need initiations, and they've really fallen out of our of our spiritual training. Like we don't have that, you know, super. super you know, intense, trans, like alchemical, transformative initiation experience. And I think maybe people who are searching for that are attracted to the high, the higher dose experience, you know, like you're not the same when you come out the other side of that. And, and it's not always what we need. We don't, can't do that every day. Like that's a, you know, peak moment that we do occasionally, you know, once or twice or three times, that's it really. Mm -hmm. If you were in an old mystery school, it would just be like once in a while you would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's there too. Whether it's mystery school or ancient practice, indigenous practice, mm-hmm. it was more right. a ritual and a rite of passage. That's right. And it was something that you do on an everyday weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I totally get that. <laughs> so let's talk for a minute. Let's say, you know, somebody wanted to sign up because I'm looking at all the people I know. I'm like, my kids, you know, me, like who else? Got, like everyone can benefit. Like if somebody wanted to engage in this process with you. What What's the best? What are the ways to do that? So I, 
Arming yourself with education, I think, is so important in the context of what you're looking for. Again, there's a few years ago, there was nothing out there. And now there's a little bit too much. Like you could definitely go down the rabbit hole of many, many things online. I think seeking out communities that you connect with naturally, you know, everybody holds medicine in such a unique way. So some people are going to come for mental health applications, some people for spiritual discovery and connection, nature connection. Um, So all are welcome. I'm receiving a lot of incoming right now from people who don't necessarily aren't looking for mental health that some people are, and that's definitely welcome. But there's a whole lot of people who are coming uh, for for an array of reason, which is so, so beautiful. So in terms of our program, we have a lot of information on our website. We're at microdosingforhealing.com. We have a really thorough 80-minute introductory workshop um, that's free for everybody on the website to really answer a lot of the beginner questions that I get commonly, commonly from everyone. And then all of our programs are by application only. So it gives you a chance to let me know your intention, your background, what's going on with you in your current life. And then yep. we get on, get on the phone to kind of talk more in depth to determine kind of if practice is right for you at this time in your life and also what is the best um, timing for you in terms mm. of the programming. Right. Okay. Wonderful. And how would people find that? Um, say your website again, the, the name so people can find it. Mm-hmm. It's microdosing for healing dot com and I am under my name on all of the social platforms. I'm pretty right. easy to find. Awesome. Thank you so much, Casey, for sharing this beautiful information. It's so fascinating and you're doing such incredible work in the world. It's quite remarkable. Mm, thank you so much for having me. Ah, and thanks all of you for listening. Definitely subscribe, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. We're, we're always having some, you know, amazing talent and gifts coming here. If you want to find me, you can find me at lisacampion.com. Just stop by and visit. And I work mostly with training psychics, healers, and sensitives, help understand their gifts, because I think the world needs all the healers they can get. And if you're going through something like that, I can help you out. Thank you so much for being here, all of you, where we are healing the planet one person at a time right here on Mind, Body, Spirit FM. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.